Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. I'm your host, Tony Renfro, and my co-host, Francis Lockins, and LaDonna Sherwood-Haley. Hello, ladies. Hello, darling. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Listen, um, we've got a lot to talk about, um, and plus we have a special guest, and our guest tonight is Katara Gentry. Um, we're going to be talking about P-C-O-S. And involving um, goddess, involving into greatness, and we're going to talk about that tonight. And it's going to be a great show because it's all for the women only, right? So, well, I mean, well, it's about women, but men need to know what the signs and the symptoms and the issues may be, so that they can be supportive and understanding, and probably to keep their foolishness to a minimum. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we're we're going to be talking about that, uh, and uh, like we talked early backstage, is that if we don't finish, we're gonna it, it doesn't fit all into the segment tonight. We're gonna do a part two next Sunday. So hopefully we can get to that all tonight. Uh, and so that we can have a great showing. Um, so tonight we are going to be with uh, Katera Gentry, and she will be our special guest. And um, we're going to be talking about PCOS is a, a disorder common among women of reproductive age, right? So let's talk about early voting. Let's do that right now because yeah, that is very important. Let's talk about early voting. Let's early. talk about these numbers. I wish I would have uh, printed them out so that Tony could post them on the screen. They are sad numbers. Um, ultimately, we have a lot of people in this community that go around saying that they don't like this and they don't like that and they're unhappy and they're miserable and it's boring and there's nothing to do. And all politicians are liars and what is the record and nobody's done anything but a community and this one ain't done this and this ain't done that. But guess what? The voter turnout is poor. So when you have all of these things that you want to say and these issues that you say that you are resolved and all these wonderful, grandioso ideas that you have, who you elect matters. Who you have in office matters. For the first time in the history of Beaumont, we have the ability to have the power on the council. We have the ability to be the majority on the council, to actually have four votes. Now, with that being said, this gives us an opportunity to change the entire trajectory of Beaumont, to change the platform, to change the policies, to change the procedures, to change a whole bunch of things. But guess what? If we don't elect the right people, then we don't have a say. So all of that foolishness that we're talking without any action, miss me with it. Like, just miss me with it all together. I've been sitting at those polls. I've been at Theodore Joyce Library. I've been at Rogers Park. I've been there every day. Like, we have got to vote like our life depends on it because it does. And if it matters to you, and if you're so unhappy, and if you're so unsatisfied, then here's your chance. And then after that, we can hold these elected officials accountable for taking our vote and not doing what they say they're going to do. But at this particular junction, like we got the opportunity to be a majority, to actually have a council that is reflective of the population of the city of Beaumont. And this matters. 
Election day is June 19th. Some people said that was a bad thing. It's really not. It's a great day to vote. It's a great day to exercise your freedom, not just for uh, slavery, emancipation proclamation, but actually your freedom to vote, to exercise your actual power, because you only have two powers. You have buying power and voting power. And if you, if you don't use it, you will lose it. So I'm promoting early voting, which for this week is only Monday and Tuesday. There was no Sunday voting and there was no seven o'clock voting until this week. So this week only Monday, excuse me, and Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Guess what? 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday and Tuesday only with Election Day being Juneteenth. We have a bunch of programs that are going to happen on Juneteenth. We have a bunch of parties that's going to happen on Juneteenth. But those people that you sitting around eating watermelon and fried chicken or barbecue and, and having cocktails with, you need to be asking them did they vote. And if they didn't, it takes all of three minutes. They need to leave that party wherever you may be. Go vote and come back. You don't need to be sitting around chit-chatting with people that haven't voted. You need to hold them accountable. And Juneteenth would be a perfect day to ask them, did they vote? Did you vote? Can you show me your sticker? Did you take a picture at the polls? Can we verify you? We want to be ver we want to hold you accountable. We want to verify. Don't tell me you voted and you're lying. I'm gonna look you up. Thank you, LaDonna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We needed that. Yes, we got to vote. We have to vote, people. We have to vote. This is our opportunity. Early vote matters. We have two days left. We have Monday until 8 until 7 p.m., Monday and Tuesday until 7 p.m. So get out to vote. Let's show up and show out at the polls. We'll be right back after our intro with our special guest. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. I need a green screen. Yeah, okay. We got, uh, well, let's bring our guest on. Where is she? Where's your picture? Hello, LaCatera. Hey y'all, how's it going? Okay, we lost your um Tony, video. can you put up the introduction? Yeah, we lost your video as well, too. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh I have you here. I just have a black screen here. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Well, while she's working on that, I can tell you that Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is an important platform to uh share important information. By educating Southeast Texas African-American communities 
with valuable information on health, education, finance, politics, and business. We pride ourselves on keeping our hand on the pulse of this community and keeping you aware of what is going on in and around the Golden Triangle. And tonight we have a very important topic, which is PCOS. And we want to talk to you guys and make sure that you're aware of what the symptoms are and how this can affect you and what all areas and facets of the life that uh, this syndrome can affect. And we're, we're excited to talk to Ms. Guthrie about it. Yes, yes. And also drop us a comment. We want to hear from you uh, about this uh, segment that we're talking about PCOS for women only. <laughs> Uh, and she, look, I, we both said PCOS. She gonna break that down for us. Yeah, right we gonna now. let you so know. Yeah, right. Make sure yeah. we say it right. So I am going to take. Also, I'd like to let everyone know that Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is on uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook Live. Uh, we also have a Facebook uh, uh, podcast page, and we have a Facebook members only page. So join us on those pages. Be educated with a lot of information on those pages. Also on YouTube, if you watch this on YouTube, tap the red button, subscribe, subscribe to our program, and uh, we will give you everything we need because Lashes Power Podcast is not just political. It's not just financial. We talked about healthcare. We talk about financial, financial uh, situations. We try to help educate our community as much as we can. And tonight, our special guest is Ms. Mrs. Gentry, Katara Gentry. She's going to talk about PCOS. I'm not going to try to pronounce those words, so I just like you. I'm going to just pronounce the word, the letters PCOS. Katara, let's go with it, my love. And let's, first thing I want to, I'm going to take a back seat on this show. Because it's mainly for you ladies. So I'm going to sit back and listen and learn. All right? Okay. All right. LaDonna, you can take it away, my love. Tell us a little bit about the acronym PCOS, please. Yes, indeed. Well, PCOS, first of all, I want to say thank you guys for the invite. And I'm voting tomorrow as soon as I get off work. So I'm going to have my sticker and I'm going to post it. Okay, please um, do. Tag me, girl. Tag me. I'm with you. I got you. Um, PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it is a hormonal issue that affects most women in their reproductive years. You can find out as early as your teens, but quite a few of us don't find out until our adult stages when we're trying to have children. So tell it's, us, it's tell us what actually happens and what does that mean? Basically, what happens is, is that your reproductive system is not performing as a normal body would. Um, with polycystic ovarian syndrome, with it being a hormonal issue, basically you have androgens, uh, which are hormones that are producing in your body. You have your female hormones that are producing at their normal rate. You also have the male hormone, testosterone, that's also producing. They're in a PCOS person, they're amplified by almost 40 to 50%. So you have dueling hormones in your body fighting for power. And it's, is the PCOS, does that mean that the more male hormones are taking over or they're they're creating drama? What, what's the, tell me yeah, when you say they're, they're, they're fighting for power. Like one is I mean, kind of taking over more than the other one or what's going on? 
Yeah, I wouldn't say one taking over more than the other one. They are fighting for power. I mean, that female hormone, she's strong, but that masculine hormone takes over and it it manifests in different ways in your body. I mean, from male pattern hair growth, male male pattern body changes, like we can produce stomachs like men. They usually have like a Dunlap stomach. We can end up with that same thing. Uh, just so many different things. A lot of women have facial hair growth, like mustaches and beards, just like men. They can be just as thick. I mean, it's that male hormone is produced quite heavily, but it has to do with the the cysts on the ovaries and the um, the revving up of the hormones and them battling it out because one feels like the other should be in the lead. So you're kind of having to deal with both of them at the same time. Now, let me ask you this. Um, when you are diagnosed with this polycystic ovarian uh, syndrome, do you do you uh, replace those hormones or how do you get it back in check? Or do those cysts per se have to be removed to get the balance back? Like, is it something to treat it or does it have to be removed? Tell me. And then give me some, and then I guess we'll go into other ways that this kind of manifests itself outside of facial hair and so right. At this time, there is no known cure for PCOS. The common treatment is to put you on birth control. Um, I have consulted with a couple of physicians, even my OBGYN, Dr. Peter Nell. They're not versed and trained to take care of it because it hits so many different facets. All they can do is suggest birth control. Now, you can, because of the cysts being so heavily across the ovaries, they can burn through them to try to help you get pregnant. But you have to deal with your uterine lining. I mean, there's, it's, just, it's just not that simple. So birth control is not going to cover the extreme of the hormones because again birth control is primarily for the female hormones it's not going to help you with that masculine hormone so you're still going to be dealing with all those other issues that come with it so it's really kind of like putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound now let me ask you another question you said um when you're trying to get pregnant so what does this actually do so this is it happens to women during reproductive years but how, how, let's just say I have a daughter. Well, is there something, some indicators that we would have before she gets ready to have children where we can try to treat it or get in the front of this or? The most common way people tend to find out is their cycles are off. I mean, you can go two to three to six to eight months to years without a cycle and then it comes and it just won't cut off. Or you're having severe hemorrhaging and bleeding. Often it's sometimes misdiagnosed with endometriosis because they're similar when it comes to that aspect. But it's it's a problem when it becomes like just uncontrollable, like you're anemic all of a sudden because you're losing so much blood. Um, you can't, your cycles are so irregular, you're not able to have children. So PCOS causes infertility. It's not impossible to have kids, it's just harder because your uterine lining is off and it's hard to catch a baby. I mean, you end up having to take progesterone. I ended up having to take um, progesterone suppositories, which is totally unheard of, but Dr. Pedanel is the bomb. Y'all need to talk to him. Um, so it, there's ways around it besides doing IVF and all this other expensive stuff. 
it, you just have to do the legwork and it's, it's not out there. That's kind of how I came into play. So now <clears throat> tell me a little bit about um, the emotional side of this Ooh. syndrome. Tell me what, and so for a mother, like I said, so for young girls and for mothers that have daughters, I mean, what do we need to be kind of checking for or talking about? Do we need to have like a checklist or some questionnaires that we are questioning our girls or like what, what do we need to be doing, you know, to be proactive? Uh, it, it starts from like your younger years. I mean, like as soon as you start your cycle, I mean, those hormones and those emotional issues start from the very beginning. I have a young lady whose daughter is in my group. Uh, she, she was playing soccer and she felt uncomfortable because she was having the weight gain in the areas that men carry it. She had facial hair. She felt uncomfortable. She felt, you know, she was very passive because of these bodily issues that she didn't know how to control or what to do. Because when you get these facial hairs, they're not necessarily like men. I mean, they grow deeper, they're thicker, they're darker, they're much more revealing than it would be on a regular man. Number one, we're females. So that causes depression. Then, it, like I said, it also causes us to gain weight at a massive rate because we're insulin resistant. So that causes us more issues and messes with our cortisol steroid issues. I mean, there's so many different things that cause us to gain weight so rapidly that it's harder to fight. So that brings in depression, anxiety. You're gaining weight and you're, you, your doctor steady telling you, oh, you need to lose weight, reduce your calories, work out. And you're still doing that and nothing is changing. So that brings on eating disorders and that brings on depression and anxiety. And like, you know, people get severely clinically depressed to the point to where they want to take their lives because they have something that nobody can explain to them what's happening to their body because it's just not talked about. How do, how do they diagnose this? How do they, you can't where, have where does the diagnosis come? What do they do to diagnose this type of thing? What they do is that your, your, your primary care physician or your OBGYN, which is best to go through your OBGYN or gyno, um, they can run some tests to find out if you are producing both of those hormones at an alarming rate. And they will let you, usually they will say, yeah, you got PCOS, you're just going to have trouble uh, getting pregnant. And that's kind of all they tell you. And that's not enough information. They don't tell you about the series of issues that go along with it. Like you're, you're higher, highly susceptible to being diabetic. You're going to end up having more issues with possible ovarian cancer. Um, your, your hormones, your moods, your dental is even affected. Like your teeth can fall out. I mean, your bone density is different. All there's so many things that stem under the umbrella of PCOS it's just, it's, it's unheard of. It's unnatural. Again, why I'm here. You know, I got you a say question. You, okay, go ahead. Wait, I got a question. Hold up. So they just doing a blood test to text for this? There's no, they don't do like an ultrasound or check your ovaries or get pictures of them or see if you have the cysts on there. How do they know? So the blood test can tell you if you have it or not, or do they have to do a physical like labor intensive exam? It depends on the physician. Now they can do like ultrasound and they can see the ovaries and all the cysts on them and how heavily they are across your uh, system. They can do that. Um, it's not that common. So 
they'll do their regular pap smear and they'll be like, okay, this, this is what you're looking at. But if you don't, nine times out of 10, if you don't say, hey, I think I might have PCOS, they could brush right past it. Because oh, wow. they don't have to totally enough. not even notice it, would we'll just diagnose you with something, whatever else, and just totally, because it's not common, so they would bypass that even option. So we're just trying to bring awareness that this does exist. So if you experience some of these symptoms or you feel some of these types of ways, your cycle is off, your cycle is extra heavy, you got facial hair, you're feeling moody or whatever the case may be, you may want to be checked for PCOS. That could be something that you're being mistreated or misdiagnosed with something else. Right, right. And then there's and a, that's you have a group. Tell us about that. What do y'all do there? You, you have like a lot of symptoms that are big red alerts for you, but you just don't know because nobody's telling you. Like the fact that you could have like a very aggressive personality, you know, and you'd be like in somebody's face, you're telling your business, you're saying this, that, and the third. It's the male testosterone that's taking over. So you wow. don't understand why you're being so aggressive. You don't, you can feel in the feminine side of you that you're taking something way too personal. It's not that serious. But that testosterone, that male ego is like setting you up like, let me check this. Let me deal with it. Oh, girl, I might need to go get chested for it. <laughs> <laughs> you be thinking we just sisters holding it down, but we got a whole issue going on. <laughs> wow. You know, I never, I never knew this. Yes. I never knew this. So, and those are things that caused me depression in the beginning because I didn't understand mm -hmm. what all was happening to me. You know, my hair would fall out. I had dental issues. I'm like, what's going on? Why can't I lose this weight? I even had bariatric surgery because I'm like, okay, I got to get this off. You know, something happens, which I'm a huge advocate for. Not everybody likes to talk about it, but I am 100% into evolving goddesses into their greatness. Get there how you can. Do what you got to do to get yourself better. Mm -hmm. I had the um, surgery too. I had a gastric sleeve in um, 2018, so I'm a I'm a proponent of that as well. But I was uh, my blood pressure was really high for a young lady, which was a lot for me. Um, so I'm an advocate for weight loss surgery as well. If it's gonna help better your overall condition and help you to live longer and be here for your kids, we gotta be present. But I want to go back to this male testosterone that you say it, it makes you aggressive, overly aggressive and kind of all in people's face and, and stuff like that. So that's something that really happens. Yes. Like, I mean, you have the male hormone. That is something in men that makes them that alpha, that makes them take the lead, that makes them assert themselves. Uh -huh. um, and when we have that in our body, like I said, we're producing it at a larger rate. So. When we have those moments, they can just hit. And something that's very simple that a normal, normal average hormone woman would just be like, oh, okay, well, that's that's an issue. But no, we in your face. We're going to tell you how we feel. It's, it's something that's we're not going to let it pass. We mm -hmm. have to deal with it. We're very aggressive. And we're much better business women also because we can stand in rooms where most men are taking the lead because we're going to feel like we can step toe to toe with them. I mean... So it has its benefit if you know how to deal with it and you know what you have going on inside you. Because I have made it work in my favor. But I have to reel it back every now and then. Every now and then I got to take it back. But mm -hmm. it's, it's it's in you. And it, it comes out as aggressive. But 
there's a part of you that is telling you, you know, you're taking this way too far. It's not that serious. Just bring mm-hmm. it down. But you can't because it's hormonal. You, hormones take control of everything in your body. And when you're fighting with both of them in you, you can feel crazy. You really can. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the group. What are you what 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 are you doing with the ladies in the group? How what what's going on with that? How do we get involved and what what do you do there? My pride and joy. I um I hired a life coach a couple of years ago. Shout out to Ricky Gabwood Jr. And I was talking to him about it because I was just mad. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? You can have dental problems, you could have hair problems, you're infertile, you know, you could lose. You can have diabetes. I mean, you can die from the symptoms that you get from this. And it's almost to me as bad as cancer. It hits so many different things, but it's not discussed. He was like, you need a group. You need to be talking about this. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got the group. I didn't think anybody would pay any attention to it. The group is called PCOS Goddesses Evolving into Greatness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I picked that name because I, I... I have a profound respect for women and, you know, I, I love us being goddesses and, you know, floating above it all. You know, when you're being weighed down by so much and you can be floating above it all and we evolve because we always got a whole bunch of different hats to wear. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole nother thing when you've poured into everybody else and there's nobody to pour anything into you, especially physicians, which is their job to kind of give us those informations to help us be better. And we don't have that information. So, mm-hmm. I made it my business, and I guess because everybody said, oh, girl, you got a mouth on you. That's that aggressive thing. That's not really my fault. But um, I made it my business to create this group because I wanted to get the word out. And it just kind of like grew. Like I had friends that were like, my daughter is having this problem or I have been having this problem. I never knew that this was an issue, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay." So I got to posting more and more about foods that we can eat, foods that don't work well for us. Prime example, I did a 30-day fast without meat to see how it would affect my body. And, you know, everybody's doing a vegan hype thing. But for us, it's a huge difference. When they produce meats, they put chemicals in it and give it extra hormones, kind of give it a little bit longer of a shelf life. Those hormones counteract with our hormones because we already got two that's strong. So that throws us way off. Like our moods change dramatically. Our, we can't digest our food properly. So we can end up with heartburn. We can end up with indigestion. I mean, it, it's, it's a laundry list of things that affect us. So food is a very big deal for us. And in the group, I push your pharmacy is your produce section. Because mm-hmm. you can get some gingers and knock that heartburn right on out. You ain't got to spend all that money on, on that Zantac and all that other good stuff. Just keep it simple. Um, and sometimes people can't afford to get to the doctor. You can mm-hmm. afford to get to the grocery store. So I want to produce things that are able help you get where you need to be and not break your bank. So the group is is phenomenal. A lot of women are learning so many different things. And I'm also linked with other groups in other countries. I'm also linked with groups in the UK and a lot of the women there and what they're experiencing, how they're treating. It's the same across the board. The attention is not given. Well, in the group, though, you guys probably um, share stories and tips about what's going to help you, what could actually trigger you, 
what you can do to kind of, um, you know, massage some of that testosterone into positive energy. Um, I'm, I'm very shocked to hear some of the things that you're saying, because as a female myself, ultimately, um, I want to say that I probably should go to the doctor. Like at the end of the day, I hire a lot of people to do a lot of things for me. And like you say, it affects your teeth. It affects your hair growth. I mean, I've been dealing with some things. I, I go to the dentist a lot because my teeth weren't anyway. So I've been dealing with that. Luckily, you know, I'm taking some time to do that, but I have an esthetician that kind of works on my face because I was experiencing some of that. And then I have some other, uh, you know, regular female issues that I've been dealing with. And maybe you're right. I probably have been being probably should at least look into getting this checked or those hormones checked. You know, and if you don't know, you just don't know. Absolutely. And that's another thing I promote, you know, like this knowledge is power. Perfect right. example. I say that all the time. It really is because when you go to the doctor, you have to know to ask the right questions and right. don't let this blow you off because they're trying to get to the next room. They got 10 to 15 minutes per person. Get your information. Tell them what's bothering you. Let them give you an answer. You know, mm -hmm. and you can't ask, you can't expect to be treated if you're not being vigilant with your with what you're trying to do with your body. So I always own health care. You got to be vigilant and do your due diligence about you, about your body and what you need. That's why I'm not, like I said, I'm glad that we had this show, because now that you know, you know, knowledge is powerful. Knowledge and action is powerful. So we need to put it in motion, baby. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a life coach and I, a lot of the girls in my group are my clients. So I spend the time coaching them because a lot of it is mental because you're having to break barriers of dealing with stuff that you knew was going on with you that you thought you were just crazy or just something was just different with you. But it's an actual illness. Something is actually really wrong. You know, right. so you have spending to money trying to lose weight. You're spending yeah. money trying to get this hair off your face. You're spending money going to the dentist yeah. thinking, what can I do? I'm not brushing my teeth good and you worried about this and that and the other when really it's a syndrome. It's a symptom of an illness that you haven't even diagnosed, girl. This is important. This is right. So yeah. it's not a, And it's not a cure for it, right? So how would you know that you have this, this symptoms? Uh, how can you treat it? I mean, what, what is it treatable for it? Well, you like I said, get your birth control from what I can understand. They're going to put you on how they offer you. Right. That, that's basically what they're going to do is put you on birth control. And they think that that not that they think, but that is all that they're given to give us. I mean, they want to be allies from the doctors that I have spoken to. It's just not enough. It's not enough oomph behind it. They're, they're not mm -hmm. talking about it. And the fact that it has so many facets to it. Right. Thank you. I was looking for that word. Um, yeah. It's not enough awareness out there. So it's, yeah. it's got to get out there because it's affecting so many different women in so many different paces. And I don't want my sisters out there being stressed out, depressed, thinking something is wrong with them because they haven't been able to have kids with their husbands and mm -hmm. they're gaining weight and they're having this hair on their face. And, and they're losing hair. Yeah, and losing hair, that's the worst because, you know, that's our crown. That's our glory. So yeah. it bothers us when that can't happen because, you I mean, you know, you don't want to weave it all the time. But, I mean, you know, you have to right. do what you have to do. So my job as their life coach is to 
help them find out what their triggers are. If they're insulin resistant at this point, hey, we need to start getting you with an endocrinologist or we need to start checking your blood sugar on a regular. We need to check your diet. We need to make sure there are certain things that you can do to help yourself in your house where you don't have to go to all these different people. Because if you start lining up all the doctors for all the issues we got, we're going to be breaking the bank for real. And but it's easy to do once you know what you're looking for. So that's kind of my purpose in the group. I let them ask questions. I post recipes. I post workout videos. I post stuff that, that's easy to obtain and relatable to get them to the next level. Okay, so well, let's, since you're talking about asking questions and making sure that we get these people on the right path to recover. It's a little bit of something, but, you, but I'm understanding that the doctors really don't know how to uh, right. give you treatment. So let's go to the comment board and uh, let's see who we have here. First, I'm going to start at the top. We've got so many. So here we have uh, Brenda Davis. Can you read that for me? Um, sure. Do you yeah. think BioT pellets Yes. could become an effective treatment for PCOS? And do you recommend uh, BioT pellets for hormone replacement? So here's the thing about PCOS. There are people that are trying to make a name for themselves in this market by creating like smooth move, different types of protein shakes. And I'm not knocking it. Everybody has a different body. You can try it. I tell everybody it's, it's worth a try. But from my experience and the clients that I have dealt with, your produce section is your pharmacy. That's that's all you need. I mean, you're going to have to learn to maneuver around the way you eat. Like we, we talk about how you eat and how important it is. It is 10 times more important for a PCOS woman to be aware of what she's putting in her body. It can stop you from being fertile. You need that bone density. You need to get you some calcium in. Milk is not always the way to go. I mean, you really have to sit down and pay attention to what your body is asking you for. There are signals. Your body is triggering you. It's alerting you that something is wrong. You have to learn to pay attention to what your body is telling you. But if you want to try it, I say go for it. I'll knock nobody's, nobody's hustle. But I think you do better just going to the produce session in your grocery store. That's just me. Uh -huh. Next question. I hate when doctors are quick to say you need to lose weight like you're not actually trying. They don't give enough information, which makes you not even want to see your position, which is true. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. some of it, if you're, if, if you're cutting down on what you're eating and you're exercising and you're the same size, then you know something is going wrong somewhere else. Right. And sometimes I it's your and sometimes it's other things and it's just like lose weight. Like it's just magic. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them run you off. That's where I encourage people to stand their ground. Know what you're talking about because you know. So when you go in there, you have your list of foods that you've kept up with. You have, and you keep a diary. You have your right. blood sugar ratings. You have your numbers. You have your stats. You can't argue me with, me with me when I have my statistics, my stats. Right. I'm telling you what I made. I'm not just saying, right. no, I'm eating good because they're not going to believe you anyway. But right. when you go in there with that paperwork, that documentation, no, right. I put the effort into me. You're going to give me that same respect. Right, right, so right. Numbers don't lie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
Yeah, and if I'm working out 30, 45 minutes a day, three or four days a week, and I done measured my cup full of vegetables and my cup full of this, and then you telling me I didn't lose a pound, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Yes, <laughs> you mad and hungry. <laughs> you mad and hungry. And look, and probably got that extra testosterone, and that's pushing you too. <laughs> and you got to set it off. You got all the elements. <laughs> well, Simon Menard is asking, what should you do if you've been diagnosed diagnosed with PCOS late in life, even after you had a kid already? That's a good question. Well, a diagnosis is a, a good start. So you know what you're dealing with. You get to find out what your triggers are. Where, where are you having issues at the most? Are you insulin resistant? Are you watching your blood sugar? Are you having like off cycles? Because you don't want to be having that happen because you can have an iron deficiency issue and that can lead into a whole host of problems. And then you know, like you I, say, a bone density issue. Maybe you need to check your teeth. If you're losing your teeth, you know, your hair and your teeth are not, you know, all of that's got to be checked. Yeah. So you have to stay on top of it and be vigilant for yourself. Like you said, you already had a kid. Once your body produces a child, it has to revamp anyway. I mean, your body is totally different. So even if we as because we, we, we get in seasons, even if we go into um, the point to where we no longer have a cycle and we go through that, them high flashes in that good stage, we are still going to have the PCOS hormone imbalance, even if we go through menopause. So it's wow. nothing just saying, oh, I'm going to take my uterus out or I'm going to take my ovaries out. It's still going to be there. So it's not something you can put on the back burner. You have to deal with it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't see people do that thing. And high flash, I didn't know what high flash was. Hell, get in front of the get in front of the fan. No, <laughs> sir, that's that's but that ain't gonna do uh, it. You know, it's just yeah, they got ice chips yeah. going in the mouth, the ceiling fan, box yeah. fan, floor fan. I mean, baby, it's hot. Yeah, I baby, I you talking about stick your head in the freezer hot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's something. I'm, I'm, it's just unbelievable how what women has to go through. Hey, Jamie uh, Lewis is asking uh, alternative to birth control is a question. Do you? I don't ever want birth control. I don't love. ever want the birth control. What do you think? There are I so think, many different things. So, yeah. I think that for an alternative to birth control, the reason they do the birth control is only to adjust the hormones. But there yeah. are all kind of alternatives. To birth control uh iud's they have some that's just plastic they don't have any hormones on them they got the uh you know the ring i think it's a little light hormone but it's not right. like some of the other stuff they got different you can do all sorts of stuff that you no know, that foam stuff you i mean we we'll know you got to try some different ways on that one <laughs> it's a lot of different avenues like we say knowledge is power you have to research what's out on the market. I mm -hmm. mean, I had a Nexplanon implant. So I, mm -hmm. I want one in each arm after I had my, I ain't want no more. So I, I right. don't care what these hormones say. I'm, I'm done. But, you know, at the same time, you have reactions to that. So right. you have to figure out, you can't just take a birth control and think it's going to be end all be all. Right. Because your hormones are going to affect you and most times when you're having these eating disorders and all this, getting on birth control can increase your appetite. 
Real so talk. if you are already struggling and working out and doing all these squats and drinking all this water and you add this birth control to the game, it might not be the one for you. And it'll push you in a horrible place where, you know, you're starting to stress out. You're getting depressed. You have anxiety because you didn't pick something that's good for you. So don't just go with one and think it's the end all be all. Take your time with it. Monitor your body. Look at the signs. Your body is going to tell you when there's an issue. So you just have to become one with yourself. Just, just treat it's it like a baby. When the, you learn how to baby cry. Right. You learn what them sounds mean. If they crying when they in pain, if they crying because they happy, if they just want mama, you listen and you know, treat your body the exact same way. We have right. to learn to get in tune with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. Um, when does the group meet? How does the, when and where, how does the group meet? Give us that information. 24-7. I'm there, baby. <laughs> it's uh they all it, it's all day long. I'm always promoting, producing, and sending stuff all throughout the day, throughout the week. Um so Sunday is my soul Sunday. Or YouTube or something. It's on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Facebook. It's a group. Um and the thing is, is that uh, I just kept it there because I wanted to keep it small, keep it simple. It's still growing. So I'm going to end up having to get to different platforms. But as of now, we're just on Facebook and it's it's a group and they can inbox me. Like I said, I take them on as clients so I can give them one on one coachings. Um, and I, I'm proud of my group. I really am because I, I've had a lot of ladies inbox me and say, I went to the doctor and I was sick and they tried to tell me that I had, I, I just needed to get on birth control. And I was like, no, that's not the issue. And I was like, girl, that's that aggression kicking in. But I see you, I see you, you know, <laughs> but I'm proud of them for being assertive with their life and, you know, taking back what was taken from them without them even knowing it was being taken. So oh, it's, 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 it's a beautiful feeling, you know, and I have young and old and right. my Sunday, that's just super soul Sunday. I'm straight sending vibes. I'm sending good notes and heartwarming things and gestures because you have to keep them uplifted. And that's mm -hmm. very important. So, and like I said, as women, we're always pouring into people. We're doctors, we're nurses, we're counselors, we're best friends, we're, we, you know, wives, girlfriends, Thanks. we keep going. Cooks, but we have to learn to replenish, right? Yes, <laughs> so we got to learn to replenish and and support each other. Yes, uh, you're right, Sonny. A woman is not for the faint of heart, you know. <laughs> you're right. My goodness, I did not. Well, I noticed some of the mood swings and things like that, but golly, I didn't mm -hmm. know that. That, uh, We've been here since the beginning and we'll be here to the ending, honey. Yeah. We all we got. Yes, <laughs> yes. Brenda Davis yes. said awesome. Thank you, Miss Gentry. And we want to thank, thank you also, Miss Yeah, we want to thank you too for coming on and being with us here on Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Uh if we missed anything, let's go back right quick. We got about a few more minutes. We can go back. And if we missed anything, I'd like to you to invite your guests uh, to your group, uh, those who's watching or listening, please share this program because it's very important for the women to know about this, these symptoms that, uh, that occur in women. Um, so, uh, Ms. Gentry, did we miss anything? Yeah. yeah. No, we, we had some good points, but yeah, my, sure my group is called PCOS Goddesses Evolving into Greatness. So all you got to do is look that up on Facebook and it'll bring you right to me. Um, I thank you guys for this opportunity, helping me reach out to these ladies. It, it means the world to me because I just want to give 
women some of their power back. You haven't lost it. It's just been a little buried. You can beat this. You can be better. And it, it doesn't have to be appeal. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be some overly expensive treatment. You got you. And I got you too. And I'm super excited because knowledge truly is power. Um, and I think that we will never let each other down. We'll never let any group that's attached to us down because as women, we don't know how to do that. Like we don't really know how to just let each other down. Like we gonna, we gonna come through. We gonna throw that cape on and we coming through for you, boo. Right. <laughs> so I'm how excited about that. I'm glad <laughs> that you came through for us today. Cause I mean, it's something that we didn't know. It's something that we didn't even know we needed to talk about. It's something we didn't even know may be affecting us and our young girls as well as our ladies that are up in age. I mean, and now we got a, a, at least a springboard, a launching pad that we can use to go and do some research, to go and talk to our physicians and our professionals. And I mean, we need that because yeah. who don't want to be 100% of they self? We look like you say, we everything for everybody. We got to make sure we good. <laughs> That's right. Take care of us first. Thank you got to take care when you're on the airplane. You. They tell you, put your mask on first. Put your mask on first. <laughs> right. Hey, well, thank you, Miss Gentry, uh, for joining us on Knowledge is Power podcast live, one of the largest viewing and listening uh, podcasts in um, the Southeast Texas. You better tell them, Tony. Yeah. And uh, I we, love we it. Lo uh, we just love passing on information and knowledge. Uh, also, join us on Tuesday. We'll be talking about again uh, about early voting and voting is very important. And we we're going to talk about with the Southeast Texas ministers and uh, community leaders here in Beaumont on uh, vast uh, COVID vast vac vaccinations, vaccines, vaccine. <laughs> yeah, how, where, and we, where, where we can do it to have the golden triangle with that. Get vaccinated. So with that said, we thank you again, Ms. Gentry. I love it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, you gave me some knowledge tonight. And I hope those of us watching or listening on our social media pages, please share with your friends and loved ones because it's very important. Thank you, Ms. Gentry. Thank God bless. you. You guys thank have you, a LaDonna. good evening. All right. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Bye -bye. For all that you've done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.